Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, U.S. Congressman Alan Lowenthal, as we continue our 25th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. Our guest for the entire show tonight is our Congressman, the Honorable Alan Lowenthal. Alan, welcome back to Straight Talk. It's always good to be back, Art. Thank you for having me. Alan, uh, give us a, a sense <clears throat> of what's going on in Washington. Uh, we read the papers regularly and uh, uh, it, it's kind of depressing to some to see what seems to be disorganization and loggerheads. Uh, that, that's true. You know, uh, Washington is always going to have a partisan uh, bent to it, but you're right, there's excessive partisanship that's going on. And I think that what is really going on now in Washington is that uh, the health care or the uh, Republican attempt to first to repeal the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare and then replace it. Um, has run into difficulties in if, in the Senate. They, they're really not able to kind of move a package forward. And what that has done is taken the air out of everything else in the room because you're talking about uh, the si a sixth of the U.S. economy is health care. And we need to get it right. And where Democrats want to fix the Affordable Care Act, and many of the Republicans want to replace it. The question is, what do they want to do to replace it? And now in the Senate, you have this kind of battle that is going on between the more moderate Republicans, mm -hmm. such as Susan Collins, um, Murkowski, who say, well, you know, we have, and Nevins, also the, the, rep, the senator from Nevada, so that you have three on that side saying we have the, the Affordable Care Act has provided for millions of people, and people and we get, can't are getting used out. to it. And right. I think one lesson is, uh, uh, regardless of whether you approved or didn't approve of its passage initially under Obamacare, we we've lived under it a couple of years, and people Republicans kind of got used to it, and they don't want it taken away. Right, and I think what has happened is that while. Uh, Republicans uh, have had the mantra for the last six years, five years, that uh, get rid of Obamacare, repeal it. Uh, I, I think you're right. And what happens is that, uh, especially in rural America, which is more Republican areas, people say, hey, we've got, that's, I have finally have health care now. Yeah. You know, I don't want you to take away my health care. Yeah. And so the question really is, what are they going to do to replace it? Yeah. Um, in the meantime, you've asked me, that has kind of put a pall over everything else until that gets settled. And an alternative to addressing that uh, could have been, uh, and there's widespread agreement on the need for infrastructure reform. Right. And if the president had gone in a different direction, he could have perhaps created a consensus for the needed replacement of our bridges, tunnels, ports, and all. Yeah, the, the president's plan, as I, is it seems to be unfolding, which I wasn't really aware of before we started all this, what the, what the plan was, 
was that um, core before he even does infrastructure, he wanted to do tax reform. Or tax reform. And tax reform was dependent upon uh, uh, changing the, uh, according to the Republicans, changing the Affordable Care and providing a tax break to the very wealthy who had been charged a 3% tax on being able to, to, be, to, to, to pay for the ability to expand Medicaid, uh, which is Medi-Cal, which has been a tremendous expansion, millions of people throughout the country, and also the exchanges to provide subsidies for low-income workers in the country. People who are working have to buy their own insurance, they're not getting it through their employers, don't have enough money to pay for it themselves, they were getting a subsidy on it. So those were the critical issues uh, that that were not Republican or Democrat. They were just people who were work, either working people or the expansion. And I think the uh, what has happened is that the majority party was not aware that of the backlash that they were going to get from their own yeah. constituents. Yeah. And that's what's happened. And you're now on the Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, so that would be very much involved. Uh, should uh, there be a decision to go ahead with that? Well, we hope there will be a decision. As I say, the Affordable Care Act and the repeal has taken the air out of it. Yep, yep. But the need of the nation is to move forward, and and uh, we would like to see moving forward on, on a new uh, uh, transportation infrastructure package, but we're not there yet. And we've talked over the years uh, regularly about uh, uh, trying to get both parties more together and talking to one another. And one of the problems we both agree on is the need for a redistricting reform, that yes. these gerrymandered districts yes. create a situation where uh, extreme right-wing Republicans are elected and left-wing Democrats are elected, and you are not going to knock off someone who wins the primary so why bother running? And that has led to the re-election and re-election of the same crowd. Yeah, I, I think another way of framing that, but I agree with you completely, is the fact that uh, under the existing system in most states, the vast majority of states in the, in the United States... But not California. Not California, and I'll talk... The, the prevailing party, the party that's in charge of the state legislature, draws the boundaries in their state for both their congressional districts and for their state districts. Those districts tend to be gerrymandered by partisan, by partisan political thing, issues. And so they tend to promote the uh, protection of incumbents yep. and make it very, very difficult to challenge incumbents uh, and uh, to make it very difficult uh, because what, what happens is that that political gerrymandering either puts all of their opposition into one district yep. or it, it spreads them out over many districts so that they can't win in any of those districts. And as you suggested, California did have, with your leadership, I would say, yeah, we have an redistricting reform, right, right. We, and we now have an independent citizens' commission. commission. And when I went to Washington, uh, I introduced a bill very similar to the California bill to let the people draw the lines, let, let to create and that independent districts. Uh, I then met, merged my bill with another bill under with Zoe Lofgren, but that went nowhere. That, that neither there didn't seem to be any desire in the party. And when you introduced the bill in the state uh, assembly years yes. ago, 
you couldn't even get a second from right, your could, own party. So right, I couldn't get a second. There's not a lot of popularity vote. for someone carrying the baggage for redistricting. Right, reform. because, you know, if you're carrying the baggage for redistricting, you're taking away the power of drawing the lines from yeah. elected officials. Well, I just think that America would be so much better off if people viewed themselves as Americans first and then Republicans or Democrats. There's a very interesting uh, issue that has just, that's just emerged on redistricting, where in the past the Supreme Court has done two things. The Supreme Court has primarily dealt with gerrymandering in terms of racial gerrymandering. If African Americans would, or Latinos were, were discriminated against, the courts tend to get in that. But the, probably the most pernicious, pernicious uh, problem about redistricting uh, and gerrymandering is partisan, excessive partisan redistricting, where one party in the state yep. legislature says, we're going to keep control of this legislature, and we're going to And you can argue districts. that's the denial of the right to vote for the people that live in that district. And what has happened is that the Supreme Court, and especially just recently in 2006, said partisan redistricting is... Uh, unconstitutional. However, they said, excessive partisan redistricting. There's always going to be some partisan redistricting. We sure. understand. But when it's excessive, but the problem is, is that they have found it very difficult to come up with a standard. How do you measure that? What is excessive and what is not? But you pointed out to me on your last appearance here that under federal law, Congress can pass a law requiring that the lines conform to certain basic principles. That's exactly right. I did right. not know that. Right. And uh, that's a, that's, that would be a very useful reform. Right. No, the Congress could do this. But since the Congress is not doing it, uh, uh, there's not little will on either party yeah. by the majority to do that. It's going to take the, 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 the changes are going to occur through the, uh, through the court system. People are going to challenge existing. And that's what is going on now. And I'm the lead in the Congress on the Democratic side and working with a good partner, uh, Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick, a Republican from Pennsylvania. Uh, we are leading on what is called an amicus brief on a case that is a critical case now before the well, Congress. Well, we will follow that closely, but first we have to pause for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach. Thinking outside the docks.
At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. We're back with Alan Lowenthal. Alan, we were talking about redistricting reform, right. the fact that this is in the courts now, and the courts are looking for some standards. Right. They need to know because when many people challenge uh, uh, redistricting in their states, but the courts tend to say, well, we, dis we agree with you that partisan re uh, gerrymandering is unconstitutional. You've got to give us a standard by which we can measure. We've got to do that. And we haven't had one, and the courts have never decided on partisan redistricting. There is now a case that is being debated in this, this September in the Supreme Court. The first time the Supreme Court is going to take a formula for measurement of what is partisan redistricting. It's the Wisconsin case and uh, a three-court uh, Federal district court said there was gerrymandering. This okay. formula does work, and it's now before the Supreme Court. Uh, what other issues? And let's talk uh, talk about foreign affairs for a second. Yes. I know you were on the Foreign Affairs Committee, yes. and you vacated that to become on the transportation. Yes. You have major ports in your district, right. and uh, that uh, is thoroughly understandable. But we face uh, national security threats, particularly North Korea. Uh, your comments about what might be done there. Well, it's very serious. I was invited to go with a congressional delegation about two months ago to visit Japan and and to visit President uh, Prime Minister uh, Abe in Japan and the leaders in Japan and to go to South Korea uh, to visit the uh, the parliament and they were going through well, what elections. What do we do when we have well, kind me, of a crazy guy well, let me go with on. a nuclear well, we weapon? And so we were, we were accompanied by the the military leadership of the Pacific Fleet and also the uh, uh, National Inte uh, Security Advisors for Intelligence. And so we visited the demilitarized zone. And so you have uh, uh, Kim Jong-un, who is crazy, who puts all his resources into building uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles and nuclear weapons. And we just, the, people, the people are starving in the country. And, and one recently that. was just uh, fired that theoretically could reach Alaska, right. which is getting the, close to the, home. But the problem is, the problem is, is that we have a number, we have really only three options. Uh, one option is uh, to tell him if unless he ceases that we will militarily not allow it. Right. All of our military experts and intelligence experts have told us if we engage, we could decimate and wipe out his nuclear capability. However, 
South Korea would pay an enormous price, right. and so would Japan. Right. In terms of, because there are, they could fire. There are arsenals already there. Okay. So, so, so militarily has problems. Okay, we got to go quickly. Okay, the second thing is is to engage China and to do diplomatic. We've been pushing that, and they're not moving. Well, we still have to keep pushing. That. Okay, and the third. Uh, the, the third, the third, the third one would be uh, to increase sanctions on them, and that we will do also to put pressure on but them. But unfortunately, the they do not respond to that pressure. In fairness to President Trump, who's been criticized yeah. in, legitimately in many areas, uh, this problem has been kicked the For can down years, the road. The thirty has without, and, and now it's uh, now we're at the moment of truth where they really could miniaturize a weapon and put it on a, a missile that they have and uh, so we we need to do well, something uh, but you're right the United States has limited ability and should have to go into other countries and change this we didn't do it into Pakistan we didn't yeah. do it into Iran so North Korea is not some outlier and Iraq didn't done. work out so Iraq, well either so you know when countries develop nuclear weapons when they begin to do that uh, we can put pressure on them, but we don't militarily go in there. But maybe the lesson them. is, if you get a nuclear weapon, the United States leaves you alone. That, that could be a good lesson by observing how we handle things. I, I think the, you, you've raised the point. N the proliferation of nuclear weapons is the most frightening thing that we have now, and we must engage in ways, and we must have everybody on the same page. I will tell you that the, you, when we talked about the Chinese not helping, the Chinese are also concerned, and we have to keep pushing them, because if there was any kind of, of battle that took place in North Korea, China would suffer greatly, too, yeah. because you cannot control nuclear weapons and where they do, and China is right on their border also. Fair so enough. this is a very difficult situation. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. You make me wear my bike helmet. You taught me never to run with scissors. And to follow the swimming rules. You tell me to stay away from drugs. To always buckle my seatbelt. So why do you keep a loaded gun in your drawer? How safe is that? You ask them to follow some safety rules. Now they're asking you. In fact, they're counting on you. Never let your gun get into the wrong hands. Remember, always lock it up. Visit ncpc.org. 
charter our community, along with our partners at Rebuilding Together, have helped more than 1,100 homeowners in the community's charter serves, and we're helping more every day. Everything is fantastic. I can't believe it. At Charter, we're committed to improving the places people call home and ensuring that families live in safe and suitable housing. It's just a big blessing for me. Couldn't do it by myself. Visit CharterOurCommunity.com for helpful home safety tips or for information on how you can get involved. We're back continuing our conversation with our Congressman Alan Lowenthal. Alan, you were good enough to bring us back something from Washington, D.C., our, our nation's capital, and from the Congress. Yes, I have. You know, Art, uh, frequently when I'm on the show, I, I try to respond to the questions that you ask, to ha have a discussion uh, that's usually led by, by you as, as the interviewer. But I realize that, you know, this is, we're really celebrating your 25th anniversary this year. And uh, it really is special. So I have developed, I had had made uh, a Congressional and House of Representatives a certificate of recognition to honor straight talk with Art Levine on your, on your 25th anniversary. And I'd like to read it to you because it means a lot to me. You know, I, uh, in recognition of the 25 years spent on the air, congratulations on your momentous achievement. And thank you for your invaluable leadership in discussing vital content in ethics, values, and politics within the community. I try to capture who you are. I've known you for many, many years, you know, when we were both professors at Cal State, many years before I was in elected office. Uh, and it's been an honor to, to be your friend and to work with you and to be a participant on the show. And I'm really pleased to be able to present this to you. Thank you so much, Alan. Uh, that's very meaningful to me and uh, uh, your friendship with you uh, long before you were an elected official as a council person in Long Beach and then a state assembly person and then a state senator and now a United States congressman. You want me to tell that story again, Art? No, you know, no. You know, I can tell, and I will, I will since we're talking about that. You know, when I was first thinking about running for city council, uh, Art came up to me. We're at the, actually at the Belmont um, athletic, club. athletic Club here in Long Beach, and Art came up to me and he said, I hear that you're thinking about running. Alan, don't do it. You can't win. <laughs> this is not, you, you should True not be story. running True story. for city council. This is not your time. And, and you know I what? No way you. you're going to no you. no beat my friend Wally Edgerton. That's exactly right. I thank the you. 13-year incumbent. Right. I thanked you and uh, went on my way and, and won that race. And wisely you didn't listen. That's and the right. rest, as they say, is history. That's well, right. But uh, it's, it's been a, it, I, I'm glad we have a few minutes at the end of the show to say I, I'm, I'm really just pleased to be here to to recognize your great contribution to the Long thank, Beach community. Thank, thank you so much. I deeply appreciate that, Alan. And, and uh, we wish you well in, in the important work that you do. And uh, uh, many of us believe that the only way out is through cooperation and uh, uh, working with the other side, the other body, and the other party, and realizing that we are at the end of the day, all Americans. I, I, I think I like to end this. I think we all realize that tremendously when uh, my colleague Steve Scalise yep. from Louisiana, yeah, who was practicing to be in our game. baseball game, yeah. was shot, was in critical condition, and as and as of today, still uh, is uh, in very very serious condition. Yes, uh, 
Amen and I think that. we realize we're all one family. We're Amen all one. To that. Yes. Well, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages and thank you again for this. Sure. Okay. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. I think Long Beach and surrounding communities are very fortunate to have a congressman of the quality of Alan Lowenthal, who takes his work seriously, doesn't take himself seriously, and is there to do a job and has, in fact, done some tremendous work in the area of redistricting and financial reform. So, Alan, thank you for thank what you. you've accomplished. And last minute or so is yours to say whatever you want. Well, uh... I should point out, this is an extremely partisan time that we're living in, and uh, as someone who, when they first went to the state legislatures, people asked me, well, don't you want to be the speaker, and everybody's thinking about moving up, and I said, well, you know, I think I'd prefer to be the listener of the legislature rather than the speaker, and to see, figure out how we can hear each other and talk to each other. Uh, we, we need to do more listening art. We need to do, uh, to try to understand uh, what each uh, person's experience. I'm, I have a person have strong values. I know what I believe in, but I also know that the other person has just as strong values and is probably just as right as I am, and it's really important that I walk in that other person's shoes and to understand. And I think we need more of that in Congress. We need less kind of uh, beating our chests, less, less kind of standing up and screaming and yelling at each other, less demonizing, and more trying to listen to each other. Yeah. We do have differences, and those are good to have differences. And that is so important that we don't demonize other people just because they have a different That's view. exactly right. And we have a tendency to do that, not just in, in legislation, to defend ourselves in, in the legislative process in all parts. And I think that demonization is, is really very, very dangerous for democracy. Amen to that. Alan, thank you for joining us. Thank you again for the certificate. Thank it you. It means a lot to me. Thank you guys for watching, and please join us next week for the next edition of Story Talk. Good night, everyone.
Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com. said I couldn't dream. Called me a piece of trash and swore that's all I'd ever be. Said a bottle couldn't see the ocean. Give up. Go back to the dumpster. But I didn't listen. I made my way. And now, I am what I've always wanted to be. Solution. How to make a fight a day.